what do I define about growing up? You know what I'm saying? Like feeling better, living better, better location. What he failed to tell you was when you're on my time, I can reclaim it. I, he left that out, so I'm reclaiming my time. Please, you know, respond. Who are you rooting for tonight? I'm rooting for um everybody black. Betting on black tonight. I'm sorry for the realness. Hey everybody, it's Whitney from WhitneyDanielle.com and NetworkAndSpill.com. And on this episode of Network and Spill, we're talking about some of the things that I need you to not do in 2020, in this new year, that maybe you did last year when it comes to networking. These are things, these are 10 things that I've researched that I've all done before. And that I really need you guys to focus on not doing so that you can start creating what you do want, right? There's this whole thing about in order to get something different, you have to do something different. And I know a lot of us strive to network better. A lot of us are out here trying to connect, trying to meet the right people, trying to be in the right spaces, and just trying to surround yourselves with people who are thought leaders, that are great thinkers, that are positive, etc, etc, etc. It doesn't matter what you're looking for or who you're trying to connect with. These are 10 things to quit doing immediately. And maybe you only do two of them. Maybe you only do one. Maybe you do like eight. There is no judgment here. I'm literally just trying to help. And I will have some infographics. I will have a blog post on this so that you can come back to this whenever you want. You can come back to this episode whenever you want. It's not just for 2020 or 2019 crap bringing into 2020. Like It is an all year round, every year, all the time. These are just things I want you to not do. Um, keeping in mind here, if you do have trouble with any of these and you have questions or there's something that just really irks you about X, Y, and Z topic here, let's continue the conversation. Go over to networkandspill.com, find the episode and leave a comment. Better yet, go to Instagram over at networkandspill or Whitney Danielle Coaching and DM me. Send me a screenshot of you listening to the episode and tag me and let me know what the issue is. You can even drop me a voice note. I love those. And I'll check it and give you a voice note back. But this is something that if you have an issue, if you're stuck at a specific area or a point, or maybe you just have some hangups, let me know what they are. We can address them. We can move forward. And I can try to help you as best I can. So I'm going to go through all 10. It shouldn't take that long. And like I said, there will be an infographic that you can maybe print out or keep somewhere. Or if you're on Pinterest, you can actually pin it to one of your boards. I'm on Pinterest. I think it's pinterest.com slash Whitney Danielle coaching and I've got tons of boards and pins and all kinds of good shit on there. So check me out. All right, you ready? So the first thing that I need you all to not do in this year in 2020 is to not have a plan. I have found one of the biggest issues with people when it comes to networking is they don't know what they want. They don't know who they want. They don't know how they're going to get what they want. There's literally no plan. There's no plan. It could be something as simple as I want more clients or I'm looking to make new friends, or I want a new job. But there is zero plan. There's no, okay, well, let's figure out what what do we need to do? We need to go to LinkedIn, update our profile. Maybe we need to join some clubs, go to meetup. Like, maybe we need to do this. How do I, you know, I want to sell my house. I need a realtor. I want to find the best one. How do I begin to do that? Do I post something on Facebook first? Do I ask some friends? Like, how do I, what do I do? There's questions and there's an ask maybe, but we're not actually asking. We don't have a plan. We're not reaching out to folks, et cetera. So I really want to make sure that in 2020 and in any new quarter, new year, new decade that you're in, that you have a plan. You know who you want to meet. You know what you want to do. That way, when you're in a room, because that's the thing, right? Things happen so randomly. You could be at Starbucks and the person next to you, you know, has a book on realty 
or has a book on Kentucky and you're about to move there or you're considering moving there or you just meet someone who's got a hat on that says San Diego and you want to take a trip but you don't know anybody who would you know what I mean like you are always going to be in situations where you're going to essentially be connected with the right people haphazardly and you've got to be ready I find that when I look around I'm always connected. It's like divine timing. I'm typically connected at the right times with the right people. But if I'm not ready, I may not always see it. So you've got to have a plan. You've got to know what you want. You've got to know who you want to meet and what your goal is. So you know, another example of this could be like you didn't research events. You didn't do some of the due diligence to figure out what the next step could be for you. You decided that you wanted to get more clients or you wanted to maybe expand your expertise a little bit from doing one thing to doing this and something else. But you didn't do the you didn't do the RSVPing to the mixers and the happy hours. You just didn't you just didn't. So <laughs> that's probably the biggest bit for uh, the first one, not having a plan. You've really got to have a plan and then you've got to have that like initiative. So that's number one. Number two is not showing up. You just didn't show up. So those mixtures that I just talked about, you didn't show up. Maybe you did RSVP because you were like, I'm going to do it, but then you didn't show up. Something came up. You decided to watch Scandal. It was raining. Traffic was really shitty. Your friend didn't want to come with you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like you literally just didn't show up. So I think it's important not only to show up to events and to like physical things, but also showing up mentally or showing up emotionally. Maybe you do need to have a conversation with someone about how you can do X, Y, and Z thing that's a goal of yours that you're going to need support on. Being able to show up for that support, being able to show up for that conversation, being able to show up for guidance from someone who knows what you need to know. Um, This could also be maybe in your business or in your career, you're just not showing up. You're not networking at these different events once you even maybe get there. Let's say you do go, right? You, there's an RSVP, you RSVP'd, you got to the mixer, you got to the happy hour, but you didn't show up. You talk to people, you let them talk to you, but you didn't really talk to them. That right there is is important. It's an important part of showing up, right? And following that plan that you had. A lot of these are going to kind of overlap, just FYI, but they are separate entities. So showing up is a big big part of networking. When you're trying to build a community and build a tribe of people for whatever reason, it could be for, you know, professional reasons, it could be for personal. If you are trying to build a network, you have to show up. And you can't just show up half-assed. You can't just show up when you feel like it or when it's convenient. You've got to show up consistently and authentically and regularly as much as possible right? It can't be every, you know, four to six months when time permits. Like you have to make an effort. So number two is not showing up. In 2020, we've got to start showing up. That's super, super important. Number three is not engaging. And that kind of goes along with the, some of the stuff that I said about not showing up, right? When you're going, when you're physically going to events and you're not engaging and just being conversational and getting to know other people and also telling them about what you do and what you like, to do what you're looking for, etc. This is also important for those of us who are online. So maybe you're online, maybe you're on Facebook, you're not engaging, people are commenting on your stuff, or people are commenting on other stuff, and you see it, but you just don't say anything. This drives me crazy. This is the whole like ghost follower type shit, where people like to watch what's going on, but they won't engage. I have a lot of that on my page. I have a lot of that in my life and it's really frustrating. So I really want a lot of us to stop doing that for 2020 because to me, it's just so counterproductive. What ends up happening is you end up learning a lot about somebody 
And then like, if you saw that person in Target, you would go up to them and tell them, oh my God, how'd that thing go yesterday that you were doing? And that person has no idea who the fuck you are. And that doesn't have to be like a celebrity, right? Because a lot of celebrities like to post all their personal shit. This could be a regular person, but if they don't know you, that's on you to a degree to introduce yourself, to make yourself known, to make it a two-way street. I've had a lot of people who I've like sort of conversating with. I didn't know them in the beginning and then I was following them. So I would engage, I would comment and then they got used to seeing me and they were like, oh, it's Whitney. And then we're real cool. So building rapport with people is important, but you have to engage. Networking, a big part of it is actually having the conversation. It's not just about connecting with folks. It's not just about meeting people and handshaking and high fives and exchanging business cards. Engaging is important and it's really important when we're talking about online stuff and commenting, responding back, DMing, all of that, like engaging is so, so important. It's a big part of putting yourself out there. Number four, you didn't leave the house. Like you physically didn't leave your house. This is a huge part of networking, believe it or not. And I know a lot of us claim that we're introverts and I get it. But leaving your house is important. You really do need to, it's not, it can't all be about online shit. You have to show up in person every so often. And that could be going to, you know, some sort of conference or trade show or event or meetup or Facebook thing. Like leave your house. You've got to leave your house. We have so many reasons that we don't want to. In the summertime, it's too hot. I don't know what to wear. I'm too tired. I need to take a shower. I'm going to the gym. And in the wintertime, it's like the exact opposite. It's too cold. I don't want to go out. It's the roads are gross. Traffic is shitty. It's dark outside. It's also like super cold. And we have all these excuses for why we're not going to events and leaving our house. I get it. Believe me, I do not like it when it gets dark early. I don't like having to wear 80,000 layers. I'm not a big fan of it. I don't like it when it's like you're stuck in rush hour traffic and the weather is dark and gross and rainy and shitty. It's just, it's, it's just not, it's not fun. And I get that wholeheartedly. However, you got to leave your house. Like you literally, you, you, you have to leave your house. You have to avoid staying comfortable and cozy for whatever it is that you think that you want. Like that's, it doesn't, it just doesn't work. You have to get uncomfortable and you have to leave. You have to vacate the premises and show up somewhere else. And there's always going to be a million excuses why. It's just like the gym, right? It's just like the gym. There's a million reasons why you can't go to the gym or why maybe you don't want to go to the gym. A million reasons. I can help you. I'm like the queen of excuses. It's very simple. It's super easy to try to excuse your way out of going to the gym, just like it is with this. And with this, it's like, oh, well, it doesn't really affect my like personal health. So going out and networking isn't going to lower my cholesterol levels. You'd be surprised, though, how important like having a sense of community is to your health. It's extremely important. If you've ever read The Blue Zones, you would know that. So please start leaving your house in 2020 and like physically showing up to events, not just focusing online, not just focusing on doing like turn up shit, like focusing to leave your house to do things that are actually going to help you network on a broader scale, on a more um, helpful level. Okay, number five, we need to stop not being vulnerable right? Yeah. Stop not being. <laughs> Number five, we've got to start being vulnerable. So in 2020, you've got to be vulnerable. Maybe in 2019, you weren't. Maybe in 2019, you were very kind of standoffish. You didn't want to let people in. You didn't want anyone to see you sweat. You didn't want to see any, you didn't want anyone to see you needing something or someone. 
right? Maybe you needed something. You needed a coach. You needed a push. You needed a boost. You needed that personal trainer to help you hit your physical goals so that you could get into that dress or you could go on that vacation. Maybe, and you felt some type of way about asking for that help. Maybe posting it on Facebook was a big deal or, you know, asking for someone to help you was a big deal. Somebody that maybe you told no before, or maybe you blew them off before, I've had that happen. I was like, oh, no, I don't need your services, honey. I'm good. And then five minutes later, you're like, wait, no, help me, please. It happens. But you have to let your ego kind of sit to the side while you make that decision to do what it is that you need to physically do. Same with, you know, realtor, if we go back to that. Maybe you thought you could sell your house on your own or you thought you could fix it up on your own. You had some things that you needed to do. You thought you could do it. But in reality, you needed that contractor. You needed that realtor to come in and give you that expert advice. Or, you know what, just simplifying it a little bit more, you go to an event and you're talking to women and men and and maybe they're getting vulnerable with you and telling you really like crucial shit for them and you don't share anything. And I'm not saying that just because someone shares something with you, you have to share something back. But I do think there's something to be said about being able to be vulnerable with people and show them your authentic self because that's really when we can connect. When it's all superficial and surface level, it's very difficult to connect deeply and to really build a solid foundation quickly. It's difficult to do that. If there's no trust, if there's no understanding, if there's no deep connection, it makes it harder to really, truly connect with someone. So I really hope that in 2020, you become more vulnerable and you open up a little bit more because it ends up screwing us in the foot. Is that, is that it? Stabbing us in the foot? Biting us in the foot? knifing us in the whatever like you you get the point like it ends up i thought it was screwing us in the, it's not screwing us in the foot <laughs> i can't remember but it's really bad and i really want you guys to stop doing that and stop looking at it as a way of showing weakness or that letting someone in is a is a detriment to your health it's a, it's a risk that you're taking you know it's a risky thing to do that because you can't really trust people these are things that we don't want to bring into new relationships and believe me i've been there i've had that conversation where it's like do i want to let this person know that this is a problem of mine do i want to tell this person that i actually did need to hire them because of x y and z reason do i really want to show this person that i'm not knowledgeable in this area so i need their assistance it happens it's true. But in reality, we have to ask the question. We have to ask the question and and literally be vulnerable with ourselves. We have to be vulnerable with ourselves and with others. So number, number five is always going to be being vulnerable. Number six, not following up. Oh, this is such a good one. Probably one of my faves. This is something that nobody does. <laughs> at all. And I hate it. People don't follow up. You'll meet somebody and it'll be like a great connection. You were vulnerable. You engaged. You showed up. You left your house. All these things happen. And then crickets. Nobody follows up. Literally nobody follows up. Maybe you might send them a message or you might add them on social media or you might drop them an email, but like after that, nothing else. No follow-up. No nothing. No nothing. You meet them and that's it. You're connected to all these people on LinkedIn, but half of them you don't know who they are because you never followed up and continued the conversation. And maybe your memory is like mine and complete trash. And so you're like, wait, I met you, but like how, when? I don't know. Following up is crucial. It's so important. I've actually done freebies on this. Like I have a guide on how to follow up with people after a networking event. And I gave like multiple ways in which you can do that and like actual templates of what to physically type or say on a voicemail or over the phone. Like I I created that because I'm like, it's not that difficult to do, but yeah, we just rarely do it. It's kind of like stretching. It's so simple and so important and so effective and so slept on. 
right? So please start following up. If you meet someone, make an effort. If you take their card, make an effort. If you're not going to make an effort or hit them up, then don't take their card. That's my new rule. I made it up a while back. It's not really new, but still, it's something that I live by. I'm not going to take your card and tell you that I'm going to reach out to you unless I plan to. Period. Sometimes it's better just to shake hands and keep it moving. Right? If you know that this person doesn't vibe with you, if you know that like it's not popping or they say something offensive or weird or or standoffish or kind of like questionable, you're like, you know what? I'm good. And you can walk away. But if you really plan on meeting up with that person and you want to connect, you've got to follow up. And it's crazy because there are so many people that we really should connect with and follow up with and we don't. Right? We really don't. I've had tons of people who I've worked with. I could have paid to be my coach. I could have paid to be my mentor and they never followed up with me. So it never, it never panned out because you get busy and then they get busy and then boom, poof, conversation over. Relationships probably never going to go anywhere. It's really sad. And there have been times I will admit that I didn't follow up with a couple of folks and I missed out, but I'm only going to follow up a few times. Typically I follow up and I'm only going to follow up a few times. And then that's a wrap for me. I'm not going to follow up 80 times because that's barking up the wrong tree. At that point, I'm going to assume you're not interested. So you always obviously have to do this with a little bit of a concerted effort, right? But just start following up, please. The least, at least just do what you say you're going to do. If you say you're going to call, call. If you say that you're going to email, email. If you say that you're going to link up for coffee, then make that happen. Just keep your word and follow up. Number seven. Number seven is you weren't aggressive or vocal, in 2019 about networking, about meeting the right people and connecting and taking things to the next level. Close mouths don't get fed, y'all. You have to ask for the connection. You have to ask for what it is that you want. That's why knowing your plan is so important. You literally have to do those things. So when it comes to being vocal, that's when you've got to go on online and ask for help. You've got to text some people and say, hey, can you help me with this? I need this. Can you connect me with someone who does blank? Maybe you need an editor. You've been writing a book. Maybe you just need a writing coach because you're stuck. Maybe you need that personal trainer and you need them now and you've been Googling on Yelp and things just aren't looking good for you. You want to make the right decision. You've got to be aggressive. Sometimes doing the least isn't enough. <laughs> I should get this on, on a shirt. Sometimes doing the least isn't enough. I try, I try to live my life a lot of the times doing just like what needs to get done. And unfortunately, that's not always enough. You've got to put in a little more effort sometimes. And that's just the case when it comes to networking. you got to be a little bit more aggressive. If you need a realtor, you've got to push for it. If you need a babysitter, you got to push for it. If you need some recommendations for a job or a company, you got to push for it. Sometimes you got to be on LinkedIn and be like, hey, you're in HR. I need your help. Hey, you're a hiring manager. I need, your, I need to talk to you about this. And you've got to push the button. You've got to keep pushing, keep messaging, whatever. Obviously, don't like get annoying or harassing or whatever. But you got to show you got to show up and you've got to be vocal and speak up. A lot of times we meet people and we just don't call them. We're like, ah, they're not going to want to work with me, or they're going to be too expensive, or ah, they're too busy. And we can, we come up with all these excuses as to why we're not showing up and like being aggressive about what we want, and then we don't get what we want and we're butthurt. So. You got to be consistent in your approach to meeting the right people, to talking to the right folks, making those moves. You got to be aggressive. Be aggressive. Be e aggressive. Please just just do it in 2020 and moving forward. Be aggressive. And if you need to practice, practice. Pretend like it's something that you really, really want. And I think too, looking back on things that you really, really wanted, that you got, 
Look at the tactics that you used that were legit and legal and like not over the top. Look at those. And maybe do look at one that's over the top to see exactly how far you were able to go and how much you were able to stretch yourself to get what you wanted. Because it's crazy. We always say, oh, well, it just it wasn't meant to be. Was it not meant to be? Or was it just that you weren't hungry enough for it? Dot, dot, dot. I'm just curious. I, I'm here to ask the questions, to facilitate the conversation. But I want you guys to think about that. So that's number seven. Number eight. In 2019, you did not nurture your network at all. You didn't reach out to people. You didn't keep in touch. Maybe you sent the occasional happy birthday, but that was it. Or like happy new year. Probably not. Maybe it was just most people at this point, I feel like we just do the bare minimum, which is happy birthday. If that, and that's it. We don't say anything else. We may like a post every so often if we see them on social media or, you know, whatever, but we're not doing anything. We're not nurturing. We're not talking to them. We got this whole slew of followers and, you know, people we're connected to on LinkedIn and people on our cell phone. We have all these phone numbers, but guess who's making a call? Seriously, how many calls do you make a week that aren't family or friends? Like close friends, like besties. And not your dentist. We're not counting the dentist appointments, the doctor's appointments, the CVS prescriptions. Like, we're not talking about that shit. I'm talking about how many calls do you meet or how many calls do you make to your friends colleagues, associates, etc. People in your network, excluding appointments. I'm very curious. I feel like that number is probably super low because it's low for me and I make a ton of phone calls. So we all have room to do better when it comes to nurturing our networks. We have to show up for them. We have to nurture. We have to feed. We have to pour into. We have to listen. We have to show up. I, I find that sometimes too, you'll see your friends on social media posting shit And you're like, oh, I wonder how they're doing. Or wow, they must not be doing that great if they posted that one sad, really depressing quote. Or I think they just went through a breakup. I saw blah, 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 blah. Their status changed. Or, oh, I think they're moving. They started a new job. And you get that notification on LinkedIn. You know what's going on in most of these people's lives. The social media shit makes it very easy to stay tuned with what's going on with your friends and family. Very simple. You know when someone's relationship status has changed, you know where they're eating, when they're at the airport, where they're going to, what their daughter ate, what their daughter's hair looks like, what their dog looks like. You know all this shit, but yet we're not having any conversations. And that's the problem that I have with social media in general right now is that we're just observing. We're not actually participating. We're not actually participating in people's lives anymore. We're just observing. And that's not the same thing. It ends up being super fucking creepy. I have been that girl in Target for, with a friend that I knew in high school who had grown up and had multiple children, had a beautiful little family and a great life. And I saw her at Target and I knew her fucking kids and I knew her and her life, but they knew nothing about me. And it was so awkward. It was so awkward. I was like, this will never happen again. She looked at me and she was like, it was like a, a deer in headlights. She like vaguely remembered me and like was polite But that was it. And I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not going to watch people's lives, even though they may look so cute and so wholesome and so fun, especially when that's a great distractor from what's happening in the real world. I'm not going to do that anymore. I can't do that anymore. I have to start showing up for people in my audience, in my phone, in my LinkedIn accounts, all my connections, in my network. I have to start showing up by nurturing and being there for them, showing up for them. It's not just about showing up for ourselves and what we want. It's about showing up for other people as well. That's part of nurturing our network is literally being there for people, reaching out when we haven't heard from them in a while, following up 
when we need to follow up. That's a part of nurturing, connecting people who need to be connected to. Oh, you need so-and-so? Oh, she's a chef. You've got to talk to her. Oh my God, you need a massage therapist? Okay, okay. This one chick, I haven't talked to her in a while, but I'll reach out and then I'll link you up and see if she's still doing it. Oh, you need a financial advisor? Oh, that's amazing. My friend George, he does that. Boom. Nurturing, helping, showing up, doing things for other people. It's a really, really, really important part of this process of networking that we're just not doing enough of. So let me know if you have any questions about nurturing um, and different tactics. Maybe we can talk about that in another episode, but I really want you to focus on nurturing. No matter where you're at with this entire list, make this one of your top priorities. Okay, number nine is in 2019, you did not intentionally build your network. You were not intentional. You didn't take the time to join the right circles and stay in the know. You didn't make the intentional choice to do what you needed to do to show up for yourself, for your network, for your environment, for your future, for your goals, etc. This is important. You have to be intentional about continually growing and nurturing and following up and showing up for your network. You have to be intentional. And I mean that in the sense of when we're talking about nurturing, you can't just, it's, it's difficult to randomly do it. It is. You've got to like, you can maybe plan it in your calendar or put it in your phone to remind you, but being intentional is different. When you're intentional, you're literally making a concerted effort to say, you know what? I'm going to show up in this way. Just like I'm going to intentionally meditate. I'm going to intentionally work out. It's not a, a haphazard, random sort of, oh, just this just happened because it happened type of a deal. I was intentional about it. I planned it ahead of time. I had my plan. I had my goal. I knew who I was reaching out to. I knew what I wanted to do. I knew where I was trying to go and I made it happen. If you're looking to build a new group of friends because you want to have travel buddies, you want to do more shit and all your current friends are getting married and having kids and that's just not you right now or you at all, you've got to be intentional about finding the right people to be around. And by doing that, you've got to do X, Y, and Z thing. But not being intentional and just saying, I don't have any friends anymore. All my friends are boring. All my friends have kids and they can't go anywhere and they never have any money. And they're always busy when I call. And this just sucks. I need new friends. That's, that's not enough. That's not enough. Same with wanting a new job. If you want a new job, you want a new career, you want to pivot where you're at, maybe jump to a different department completely. You have to be intentional about it. Sometimes you can wing it and just jump right in and it works for you, but sometimes it doesn't. And it really makes more sense to be intentional because when you're intentional, you plan better, you organize better, you think about it better. It's just more organized. And I think when you're more organized, you're able to better self-correct when there's a mistake or a trip up or a speed bump that comes up. So please be more intentional about how you want to network instead of just winging it. Because that's something that we've done in the years past and that we'll continue to do unless we literally become more intentional about it. We have to. Being intentional is really, I think, what makes the difference between people who have strong networks and people who have weak ones and people who have networks that don't really give a shit about them. And that sounds really shitty to say, but it's true. When you take the time to nurture and show up and to follow up with your network and you're intentional about that, people are excited to talk to you, to hear from you, to see what you're up to. They're excited to get back to you, to see what's going on in your life, if you need any support, if you need anything. So definitely, definitely be more intentional about how you show up and how you're going to move forward with your networks. Now, last but not least, number 10. Number 10 is you didn't network at all. At all. 
Like, like at all. Number 10 is, in 2019, you really didn't network at all. We need you to not do that in 2020. I need you to do something. Something. Be intentional about doing something. It doesn't have to be getting a whole new group of friends. It doesn't have to be getting a whole new set of amazing coworkers. It doesn't have to be finding 18 new people to put on your team. It doesn't have to be all of that. It doesn't. It doesn't have to mean getting 1,600 more people on your LinkedIn account or exchanging cards with 800 people over the year at networking events. It doesn't mean any of that. I'm literally just talking about actually networking at all, doing any of those, any of the things I've talked about online, in person, and both. Being intentional about who you want, being intentional about starting from that top line, right? Being intentional about getting a plan. Let's start back. We can actually recap right now. Being intentional about having a plan for 2020 about what you want, who you want to meet, and where you're trying to go, who you're trying to connect with, who you're trying to become, who you want to be surrounded by. Thinking about that, being intentional about it, being intentional about showing up, being intentional about literally engaging with people and showing up for your network, for yourself, for your business, for your goals, for whatever it is you're looking for, and leaving the house. Being intentional about leaving your house to meet new people, to grow your circle, to figure out who else is out there in your city or your town or your state that does what you do or that is doing what you need right now. Being intentional about being vulnerable and opening up to people, being open-minded to the process of being connected. It's funny, a lot of times you'll meet somebody and they're not the person that you need, but they're the person that will connect you to who you need. That right there is magic. That's what happens when you are intentional and you show the fuck up. Typically, you'll either meet the right person or you'll meet the person that can connect you to the right person, period. Sometimes it's, oh, well, you should check out this website or, oh, well, you should check out this company or, oh, well, you should blank. And the next thing you know, you're on this like spiral in the right direction. It's phenomenal. Being intentional about following up with people and saying, hey, how are you? How have you been? What is going on? I saw that you posted this. Are you in a new job? Did you relocate? What's going on? Do you need anything? Can I support you? Do you want to link up for coffee? Blah, blah, blah. It doesn't always have to be about take, take, take. It doesn't always have to be about you, you, you. Being intentional about that. Being in, being aggressive. Being intentional about being vocal for what it is that you're looking for. And maybe what you're not looking for. Hey, look, I'm actually not in the market for blank right now. Hey, look, I'm actually not looking for this right now. But I am in the market for this, isn't this. And you know what? If I do need somebody who does that in the future, I'll let you know. I'll let you actually have a photographer right now. And she's amazing. However, if she's ever overbooked or whatever, I will always reach out to you first, etc. right? Be aggressive, be vocal, communicate, and also be intentional about nurturing that network, right? Nurturing your network and intentionally building. You've got to do those things. One of you got to do one or all mixture, however it works for you. Just start small. I really recommend starting small and figuring out what your plan is. I think that's probably your best bet. Being intentional about figuring out what your plan is and what you're going to do moving forward. That I think is probably the best place to start. If you're feeling overwhelmed or you're confused or maybe you're butthurt because you really didn't do any of these or you did all of these things in 2019 and you really didn't want to, you didn't mean to, it just kind of happened, but you want to do better. And that's why you're here. So if you've made it this far, thank you so much for listening and for tuning in. I appreciate all of the support, all of the love, all the likes, and all of the good reviews you've left me on Apple Podcasts. If you want to leave one and you haven't done that, all you have to do is go into the Purple app 
and you click on the show, you search for the show, you scroll down and you'll see it and you leave five stars, leave a review. Maybe tell me what it is that you didn't do in 2019 that you want to do now or the one thing that tripped you up or the one thing that you didn't focus on or that you did that didn't get you what you wanted. Just leave me something fun in the comments. Tell me what you want to do better. Tell me how I can help you in my DMs on Instagram over at Network and Spill or Whitney Danielle Coaching and let's move forward. I'm going to have at some point this year and this probably in this quarter, I'm going to have an email list that I'm going to start creating where I'm going to start sending out information like this on a more regular basis straight to your inbox. So you'll be able to see this curated content that's going to help you that you can have in your inbox. You can search anytime you want. It'll just be easier to find. So you won't have to go to my websites or go on my social media stuff to find it. I'll have it right in your inbox. So if you're interested, obviously send me a message, let me know, but that will be coming soon. Um, I was trying to think of any other announcements. That should be it. I'm really excited because it's my birthday month. And if you've been rocking with me for a while, you know it's a really exciting time of the year because I normally hate planning my birthday and dealing with all of the January shenanigans. But I'm excited about this birthday and I will be in California. So if you're listening to this and you're in Cali, hit me up. If it's after my birthday, then send me a message. Send me some love and nurture our network by saying what's up you can hit me up anytime i'm always around and i love hearing from you guys so if this helped you in any way send this over to a friend who did any of these things in 2019 i know i have watched my friends do a lot of this stuff on this list i've done a couple things myself nobody's perfect send this over to them if it might help them in some small way and let me know what you think i'll be around and i'll see you next week okay talk to you soon cheers